your number one source for election coverage and analysis. This is Gerard at Large. I think he did that one in record speed. <laughs> 18 minutes before the hour here on the Drought Large Radio Show, continuing with Jimmy LaHoo. He's running for school board in Manchester, Ward 8. We've spent the better part of the last segment talking about trade education, and I'm not quite sure we're done with that topic yet. So, uh, Jimmy, uh, I, I don't know if you want to, if you're done on that, you want to finish up before we move on, or are you finding that a lot of people as you go door to door are uh, receptive to this message of, of doing more to help kids who aren't or don't want to be on yeah. a college track to, you know, to be able to graduate uh, yeah. from high, graduate uh, from high school being productive in their lives? Um, options. You know, that's what people, that's what people are, uh, are saying, you know, yeah. get, get our kids ready for life, not for college, you know? And, uh, you know, so if, if college is their path and they're ready, if, uh, the workforce is their path and they're ready. Um, so. Gotcha. All right. So, um, other other issues that uh, you're looking at uh, in this campaign, you did speak out on the South Mammoth Road issue. Uh, what what prompted you to do that? What was your message? Um, my message there was I in speaking with you know some of the abutters and some of the um, school personnel and other parents. Um, this will be there, a direct was, shot right at Green Acres School, right? Well, there was a lot of misinformation, uh, misconceptions. Um, you talk to one neighbor, they would say this, you talk to the other neighbor and it was a different point. Um, and the stories just not the stories, but people's feelings weren't, weren't adding up to what, what the potential impact would be. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, everyone kind of had their own little, um, corner, so to speak, that they were passionate about, uh, whether Mm -hmm. it be schools or infrastructure or, um, you know, I was talking to some people about just policing, you know, mm-hmm. Londonderry goes to the yard, Manchester goes to the executive, you know, goes, so just, I mean, just that little thing. So who's going to be responsible to any of these problems? And, you know, so, so little examples like that. And since I've been in the ward 14 years and I can't recall once ever having a ward meeting on a particular topic. Um, and if there was ever one aside from say the Jewett street closing, uh, that we had a few years back mm-hmm. um, that we fought. Um, this one would have been another one mm-hmm. where the developer would come in with all his fancy graphs and, you know, <laughs> and come in and tell you that we did do the impact study. We did see here's this, here's that. And then it would be, again, a point counterpoint, you know, mm-hmm. okay, you're saying this, here's what we're seeing, here's this. Um, you know, so much as even up on Lucas Road, you know, they, they, some of those people had to pay for their own sewage and their own um, infrastructure yeah, up pump that stations, road, yeah. you know. Um, so, so it's after doing that, now we're going to, you know, have this, this major development over there. And the other thing I didn't really understand was you have so, – so the big talk this election season is making Manchester more walking friendly, more <laughs> downtown friendly, and, you know, more community-based. Um, mm-hmm. And now, we're, we're, you know, somehow Manchester is going to become the, you know, the climate change capital of the world where, you know, we, um, we're going to take the lead on that. You know, so, so again, it, it, they're becoming issues, but yet we're going to have a development of 165, 175 – um, units that are going to be in the middle of nowhere, basically in the south end of Manchester, mm-hmm. but right off at of Elm Street, we're building $700,000 homes. 
Um, <laughs> so like, like where, you know, where's the city planning, I guess, and where if, yeah. if you're... Well, if you look at the city planning, the zoning down in the south end there is for, you know, uh, rural single family home development. Uh, right. that, that, that's what the planning says. Right. And now, now, now that Elm Street's paved and you got your fancy bike paths and walking paths and, you know, which looks great, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Elm Street does look absolutely gorgeous at night, especially with all the lights and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, right off of North Elm, where the right. old Notre Dame used to be. I mean, if you're going to have high density area, high end condo, that that would that would be seem your to place. me to be the place to to, um, to be. Yeah, because you could bike. You're right off the highway. You're, you can get to work. You know, you're right at the mills. You're close to downtown. Um, so I really couldn't figure out, you know, how how we're. Manchester is really trying to tackle these issues of making Manchester downtown friendly and making making it walkable. And um, when you have simple issues like that, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, and then again, you're building seven hundred thousand dollar homes. Um, it happens to be in Ward One, you know, so you're you're keeping the neighborhood the same, you're keeping everything the same um, to what it's used to, you know. Well, at the south end, you're basically changing the face of what the south end of manchester is going to look like right um you know so it, it it's it i guess it was frustrating um being there and all i was asking was for them to table it um to have a open dialogue open discussion um which i firmly believe so I, you I think, wanted you wanted to have that uh that uh, dialogue with the uh with the residents yeah and, and if elected i mean that that's one of my my big um goals that I'm, I'm going to have is, you know, whether it be quarterly or whether, whether an issue pops up, um, th- there needs to be a voice. Um, and I honestly think at that board meeting, uh, Tuesday night, you know, the, 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 the South end really didn't have a voice mm-hmm. at all. Oh, um, what, are, what are your thoughts, um, to, uh, I mean, <laughs> cause you know, that development could affect everything from, you know, from redistricting to class sizes to a whole lot of stuff. A whole lot of stuff, if not immediately, certainly at some point in the not too distant future. But what, what are your thoughts now? Dr. Vargas, our new superintendent, has been with us for a year now, so I don't know if we can call him the new guy anymore. <laughs> you know, his you know, you've been watching the school board for a while. You've seen uh, board members interact with Dr. Vargas. You've seen him interact with Dr. Livingston, the former superintendent. What what, what are your takeaways on Dr. Vargas and and how? Um, the board is working with him or certain members of the board are working with him. Is he getting a fair shake out of, uh, um, uh, out of the board or are certain members? Well, maybe looking to be more obstructive than they are helpful. Um, I w- yeah, I, w- I would venture to say that. Um, I think Dr. Vargas is a, uh, a breath of fresh air. I think he brings new ideas, um, innovative ideas. Um, and a thing I really like about him is if you read any of his stuff that he comes out with or um, he's having the coffee, you know, coffee with the super, um, yeah, they, they, yeah. Uh, you know, being with the PSG, I'm actually the president of the Southside PSG. I missed the meeting that they had the elections, mm-hmm. but uh, <laughs> so they, um, so I'm a president. <laughs> so you weren't yeah. <laughs> there. Really, okay, good for you. So That'll no, teach you not no. to show up. I was, uh, I was actually very honored that they uh, did pick me to become uh, president of PSG, but you know, they've, re- he, they've reached out um, to have meetings with PSGs. Um, so I think he's a lot more engaging to parents mm-hmm. um, and he's a lot more of an open book, uh, which I think 
Um, obviously, with some of the things that have been happening on the school board um, in prep, previous administrations, the book's not so open. Um, mm-hmm. It was more of a lockbox that you had to kind of pry open mm-hmm. um, to see what was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's unfortunate what happened uh, a couple of weeks ago, that, that situation with uh, Tessier. Um, yes. I, it, it, which, and, which, and the which nine is, people who voted to protect her by not releasing the findings of the investigation and receiving and but, filing the but question. But what I find, what I find more troubling, I guess, um, and what my opponent brought up was, you know, people make mistakes. They made a mistake. They, you know, well, the only mistake she made was putting those people that shouldn't have been on that email on the email. <laughs> um, so, so it makes me wonder how many times do we go around or how many times has it been that emails go out privately or phone calls get made that, privately that we don't know about, you know, and you're yeah. undermining, um, what's being discussed. You're undermining the trust Mm-hmm. Um, not not just of Dr. Vargas, but every board member, because yeah. now now you can't have open discussions and open right. debates um, right. and non and non public. And and I'm not sure that was a mistake, uh, to be honest with you, because you know even if Nancy weren't in her third year as a school board member, where the um, the consequences or the the need for non public sessions are made clear uh, to board members, no matter how new or how seasoned they are. People forget she was an assistant superintendent in this school district, and she was a principal for many, many years in this school district. Non-public sessions are nothing new to Nancy Tessier. She knows they're confidential. She knows why they're confidential. And in my opinion, she intentionally breached that confidentiality with that email. And if you read the email, which I can't discuss anymore because it's been added to the non-public minutes, Mm. um, I, I will tell you that email... Um, was not to compromise or didn't compromise the privacy of the two individuals who were copied. What it did was it compromised the superintendent because she disparaged him in the email, completely misrepresented, in my opinion, uh, what he said, what he did, what he recommended, and how he did it, Hmm. um, so that the continued efforts to sabotage him among certain factions within the district office would have more fuel for the fire. And that was the real breach of confidentiality because of it mentioned Dr. Vargas, misrepresented Dr. Vargas, but it mentioned Dr. Vargas. And that's been a problem in the district offices or all these 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 uh, covens, these coffee clatches, these cliques that are more interested in protecting their friends than they are in getting sure. the work of the district done for the kids. And yeah. to say for, for Erica Connors um, or, or, or Sarah Ambrosi or Connie Van Houten, Miss Ethics herself, right? How many times has she accused, you know, various members of the board of ethical breaches and tried to bring, you know, censure motions and everything, conduct board and, you know, for, for them to say, oh, it was a mistake. She didn't mean any harm. It's clearly not right. supported by the facts of the situation. She knew better and she did it anyway. I, I think it, 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 it's an unfortunate situation. That took place. And, um, you know, and again, as I walk around the ward, I mean, it, it, there's a fresh face, fresh ideas, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and I think most people, my feeling anyway, I think most people just want change. They want, they, they need something different to happen. Um, whatever that may be or whatever mm-hmm. comes out of it, they just need something different. They're tired of opening the paper and seeing how um, discombobulated both boards are now, you know, um, you know, and then out of all that, the next day in the paper, you have cupcakes. 
Cupcakes. You know, so it, you know, so now. Are you so in favor of cupcakes? This is, <laughs> you know, should parent-teacher groups I, be I, able to have bake sales that have cupcakes? If I give my son money, that's my opt-in. Yeah. If I don't give my son money, that's, <laughs> that's my, my opt-out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't see what's so hard about it. But oh, anyway, good for not, you. you know. All right, we got a we got a minute or two left here, Jimmy. What what else would you like to uh, draw to the attention of our audience? And uh, this is making me crazy. Um, I think. Uh, you know, um, on the south end of Manchester, I, I, w- I do want to bring up a couple uh, points. Yep. Um, I know I always talk, you know, I'm involved with Jewish Street, Southside, MST. So on the Manchester Ward 8 page um, mm-hmm. that exists, you know, I'm always talking about those schools. Um, I'm trying to get into, you know, the other schools, Green Acres, talking to their PSGs to learn some exciting things that they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um I like to say that Manchester, uh, when I walk around, um, Manchester has a lot of great things going for it in its schools. Mm-hmm. What we have in Manchester is a marketing problem. Mm-hmm. And we have an image problem um, that we tend to br- always bring on to ourselves. But, um, and, and you know what? I, I just got to say this because two people who spoke at the board, t- board of Aldermen Tuesday night were Principal Jen Gillis of yes. the uh, Southside Middle School and uh, Principal Krantz of... Uh, McLaughlin and I actually sent them both a note thanking them because it's the first yep. time that I can think of outside of maybe one of um, Rick Cretion's appearances before the board. He's the assistant principal at Weston, where an administrator from this district has gone to the board and actually not come off as a whiny, angry, yep. um, you know, put upon martyr jerk that makes the district look bad. I thought they struck a great tone. I thought they were appropriate and, in everything. They, they were positive. They were uplifting. They're like, here's the progress we're being made. Thanks for making it possible. And, and I'll, Have a nice day. Good things are happening, yeah, man. And, and I'll tell you what, I, I have the opportunity to work with Mrs. Gillis, uh, being the Southside PT, PSG president. Yeah. Um, unbelievable. Yeah. She, um, she what she has to done to that school her. in, what, three years she's been there, four years, uh, complete 180. Mm-hmm. Um, the, you know, most, the admit, most of the Southside team, as far as teachers, um, are on board with this whole thing. Um, she's being very innovative mm-hmm. um, with scheduling. Mm-hmm. Um, the, you know, the whole waterfall thing that I was explaining uh, to you a few days ago, um, where every period is every day so one you know yeah. monday is one two three tuesdays two three four yeah. um so th- there's a lot of good things happening and i think we have to get that message out there and we've been talking about that about the positive things happening the good things happening um and i was proud to see you know um those two there um yeah, to they're... to talk about it and i think we do need more of that yeah well they they, they did a good job and they came across as a uh well they came across well so you good. can be positive without being pollyanna Correct. And and the, the school board does make good decisions every now and then, and they should know it, you know. Well, thank you so. very much. <laughs> Hopefully, you'll be making more good decisions so. with your addition uh, to the board. Jimmy LaHoo Excellent. running for school board in Ward 8. If people want to reach you, Jimmy, how can they do that? Uh, they can reach me on my cell, 603-370-0636 or uh, Flying Guitar 5 at comcast.net um and of flying course, guitar five uh, at yeah, comcast a little bit of my net. music stuff and then uh of course on facebook um i'm pretty much everywhere on there all right um so real quick uh, if you're around sunday is the big chili fest chili fest um and we're the headlining band uh, we're playing 3 30 to 5 so come on out to the chili fest on sunday down at veterans park veterans park jimmy lahoo band headlining the chili fest and you can find jimmy on facebook for his uh, for his school board campaign. Jimmy, as always, good to see you. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Traffic, weather, sports.